No. That's not it. Ah. There we go. They Didn't Ask Us was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. And now, here are your hosts, Jay Crowder and John Mueller. Because I need a break. So welcome back to another episode of They Didn't Ask Us. Can you can you hear my dogs, by the way? I can. They're going I feel like nuts. I should... It's probably a firework. Because the one of them hates fireworks, and he barks all the time. And the other one just kind of gets going, because Chant... Like, Parker just barks because Champ barks. But I, th- I think I might have told you this before. It's the funniest thing, because Parker... I don't feel like I ever learned how to bark. You know, you think... <laughs> You think dogs have this innate knowledge, right? That they you just would know. Think so. But Parker, like, Champ gets him going, right? Champ's like, bark, bark. I know how to bark. Bark, 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 bark. And then Parker's just like, ah, ah, ah! And he just starts screaming. And the first time it happened, we, like, ran outside. We were like, someone's killing our dog. And he's just, hey, I love you. Look at me. Give me attention. And I was like, you were dying ten seconds ago. Like, what's the deal? It's been a rough week for for the one because he hates fireworks and it's the week of Fourth of July. But. Most dogs do, yeah. So yeah, when this episode comes out, Fourth uh, of July would have just passed. Fourth mm-hmm. of July is on Saturday. Happy Independence Day! So happy Fourth of July, everybody! Yay! For those listening, was... not in America, happy Fourth of July! <laughs> Don't you wish you were American? Not this year. Not this year. Definitely not. It's not that I don't wish I was American, it's that I wish we'd get our collective crap together. Yes, I think that's, I think that's, that's where I'm at. That's a fair, yeah, that's a good way to say it. Well, it's an election year, and it's also a virus year. And, and it's, it's also, also a, another racial injustice year. And yeah. it's a, oh my gosh, it's why we need this podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. So welcome. We need distractions. Welcome, listeners. I am Jay, and with me, as always, is my co-host, John. We're so glad to have you. <laughs> John is waving at the camera. I waved, I waved at the webcam, because I 100% <laughs> realized that this is an audio-only podcast, so uh, if we ever get to a point where we have video, that's what you have to look forward to. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, John and I are actually still recording. We're still social distancing from each other. But also, this actually is just easier for us both, because John's about, eh, what, 35, 40 minutes away from me? Thereabouts, yeah. It depends yeah. on 840. So, it's not uh, it's not too far of a drive, but far enough away where this makes it a whole lot easier. Plus, there's just a lot of stuff going on, so it just, you know, it's nice to stay home in the comfort of your home. So, how have you been listening to the podcast? Is that like an open-ended question for... For listeners to answer Dora style, or are you asking me? <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> okay, uh, Spotify. Spotify. Okay. Pretty much, pretty much all of the podcasts I listen to, I find well, not I find on there. I know they exist. Like I don't discover them on Spotify. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. search for them specifically and deliberately, but then I, I add them to my queue. I listen to it on Google. It's a little delayed in releasing on Google. I'm not sure why. I still haven't figured that out. But it's ironic, isn't it? Don't you think? Don't even get me started. I hate that stupid song. <laughs> None of it's ironic. It's just unfortunate. That's the irony in the fact that it's a song about irony, but none of it's ironic, and that's really meta and very unlikely. 
I'm not really sure I, where to go with I've, that. I've told, I think I've told you this before, maybe not on the podcast, but I feel like I am known for having strong opinions about weird things. And one of them is that I hate that song. I don't know if I have any quirks like that that I'm like, just really bug me. I hate Swiss cheese. Oh, really? It's a flavor thing. I don't like the flavor of any Swiss cheese, baby Swiss, uh, any, all of it. I'm done. I don't like it. Are you picky with cheeses in general? Really just that one. Cause I mean, I love, I love Havarti. It's a great creamy cheese. It melts really well. A nice like aged sharp cheddar is really tough to beat. I like brie. I see. I haven't had enough of brie to say one way or the other, but I know that I shouldn't have an opinion because I haven't had enough of it. Now, speaking of cheddar, I went to England uh, back in college, and we got to go to Cheddar Gorge, which was... (laughs) That sounds like a place from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. (laughs) Right. And it was caves where they make cheddar. Age it in the caves, because the caves there were a perfect temperature. Now, I don't know if that's where cheddar is originally from. Lester is a separate kind of cheese, right? I don't know. Okay. Because I know there is such a thing as, like, red Leicester cheese, but I didn't know if Leicester was just, like, a, a kind of cheddar or how that is. So, if you have weird cheese opinions, you can reach out to us. <laughs> <laughs> Here's when our we social. Drop, when we drop our links at the end of the episode. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't expect to be hearing about cheese today, did you? Gosh, we're, we watch too much. Oh, I, I, I'll say I. I watch too much, like, Chopped. I love Chopped. Oh, yes. I love that show. That, that could be a good theme for an episode is some of our favorite shows or movies that don't have anything to do with the topic that we normally talk about. Yeah. My sister texted me the other day and she said, uh, hey, I need you to know that one of the seasons of How It's Made on Hulu is leaving in like three days. So you have three days to watch the season of How It's Made. And How It's Made is a show, for, for my family at least, it is the chill show no one argues about like oh i didn't want to watch that because you never care what they're making it's just always fascinating and then you know yeah yeah because it the more you know like i didn't know how they made canoes xylophones for children but like now i'll never be able to forget it like i like the candy episodes oh they Sometimes the candy episodes make me self-conscious because I'm like, I've been eating that the whole time and it's literally like <laughs> 95% sugar. Oh yeah, definitely. But that's I was what makes hoping it for so like, good. I was hoping for like 80% max. <laughs> well, first up, we normally talk about the news, but of course we talked about cheese this week, so we'll see where, where this episode is going to go. Oh goodness. Are we done with the cheesy conversations? So I'm trying to, I'm trying to come up with a cheese pun right now. I'm struggling. That's all right. I can tell you're feeling a little blue. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I'm not doing too Gouda. Uh, there you go. I was trying to base one off of Nacho, because I'd just be like, it's Nacho something. And I couldn't <laughs> think of what to make the object of that. So I was like, oh, Gouda is an old reliable. Well, with the news, um, so the first thing that I have, you know, we, you and I talk a lot about video games, but then w- one thing that I loved recently was The Witcher, because The Witcher was originally a book, then was a video game, now is a show on Netflix, and is actually doing very well. I've actually really enjoyed it. Did you finish it yet? I know you... I haven't. I watched like two more episodes... And I played a little bit more of Witcher 3. The, the fascinating thing I learned about The Witcher 
is you said it was a book and then it was a game series and then it was this show. The game series exists outside of the book. It's not a true adaptation. It's not like a sequel. It exists in the universe with the characters with like influence of book plot, but it's not a direct adaptation. In so the true like, sense of the word, it is an expanded universe. In in that sense, yes. And I think that's really interesting considering how highly regarded those games are. I still, I don't know, when I'm at home, I watch, I, I default to like YouTube and Twitch. And I don't even really think about Netflix that much unless I'm like, you know, I'm having a day and I need to watch stand up. I'm a quirky guy. We've established that in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... I'm wondering, due to the popularity of that show on Netflix, they are in talks for a live-action Fallout series on Amazon, and it's going to be from the creators of Westworld. You don't think so? Do do not endorse, no. Their entire, like... So I have very, very limited gameplay experience for Fallout. I've watched a lot of people play Fallout, um, but I have direct experience with Witcher. They're both RPGs. But stylistically, they're very different. So Bethesda, I think it's Bethesda, is yeah, the is. the studio behind Fallout. And they're, I think, I would say more well-known for Elder Scrolls. So like Oblivion and Skyrim. And they're just completely different styles of games where like The Witcher is so, it's not linear, but it is so just rich in lore and plot and interconnectivity of characters. And I feel like, like you can speed run... It's either Skyrim or Oblivion. You can speedrun that game in less than an hour. I just... Mm, well, here, I don't know. Here's why I think it could work, is because the lore that comes with Fallout is so huge. There's so many different plots that you could follow. Take it to where like each episode is a different capsule, or they could do it to where you have one person who comes out of their capsule and then travels across the the country and looks at all the other different capsules. You know, there's lots of different directions that they could go. Or not capsules, sorry. Everybody who plays Fallout is so mad at me right now. (laughs) See, I thought it was a vault, but like I said, I have such limited Fallout experience. I was like, I'm just going to let him go with this. He is saying it with confidence. I'm so sorry. I know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I wish you had said something. Yes, sorry. I forgive me those out there that love this game. Yes, vaults, not capsules. Sorry. But yeah, so, you know, there's I feel like it has the potential. I mean, everything has potential, but if I were going to adapt a video game series, it would not have been Fallout. Hmm. To be completely to be completely honest with you, it probably would have hmm. been Uncharted. Oh, I was about to say future episode, future episode. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something we can talk about at length later. Yeah, because I mean that's a massive con. Like that's a really that's Pandora's box to open right there. Oh yeah, which is a reference to another one that I'll talk about if or when we do that episode. Yeah, um, save that. That'd be fun. I was referencing God of War. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, now you like Jason Momoa? I do. Big fan. I do too. I think he actually is a pretty good Aquaman. I am so pleasantly surprised. Because I was not, I was not thrilled with his casting, and then he rocked it. He did, and then he's also been in Game of Thrones and various other. Uh, he's going to be in Dune later next year, I believe. That's when that comes out. I'm not sure. I, I don't know when anything comes out anymore. 
I know, right? Except, Everything keeps um, getting pushed back. Cyberpunk, I think, is still November of this year, so I am pretty excited about that. All right, so we know this guy. We know how hardcore he is, right? Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to try to imagine maybe a cartoon character that would be a good fit for Jason. I'm going to call him by his first name because we're such good <laughs> friends. <laughs> I'm going to say something. I feel like in a cartoon setting, he would be really ironic. So he would be like a really scrawny guy, like his uh, like his Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. He would he would play into the irony of who he is. I could see that. Are you saying this because he was cast in a cartoon and you want me to try to guess what it is? Yes. Dang it. And I think my answer is going to shock you. I feel like yeah, I feel like it would be hilarious. Is, is it like He-Man or something? No, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'd be down for that. He could play He-Man. I'd be good with that. I want to say something dumb like Jimmy Neutron or something. Like it's just well, this like 40-year-old Polynesian man is the voice of this <laughs> 11-year-old child genius. Or T- Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> no, he'd be Cosmo, and he would cosplay it at every con, and it yes. would be amazing. Yes, he would. Okay, well, how about Frosty the Snowman? Huh? Yep, Frosty the Snowman. Jason Momoa is going to be playing a Frosty the so- Snowman CGI character in a live-action adaptation of the classic song slash cartoon movie that comes on randomly on cbs during december okay so jason momoa playing frosty the snowman that's what you're that's what you're trying to convince me of right now yep that's 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 what it says frosty the snowman he will be playing frosty the snowman in a live action movie does jason momoa even know who frosty the snowman is see he grew up in hawaii right yeah (laughs) you want to guess where they don't have snow well they well they do it's just like snow cones but they call it shave ice apparently it's different i don't understand how well there you go yeah yep didn't expect that did you the it's the only snow i can think of in hawaii because even the mountains there i wouldn't think it high enough elevation so i like how you said that you could see him playing like an ironic i feel like that's something he would do well he's doing it (laughs) yeah i know i felt the same way when i first read it i feel like it'd be hilarious if they did like a sequel to elf but instead of will ferrell they got somebody like jason momoa or the rock yeah i would see that well staying in the uh i guess we could say that's dc because he played aquaman i guess have you heard about michael keaton could be uh, reprising his role as Batman? Uh, I had heard that the Link was stronger than could. Oh, yeah? I had heard that it was maybe not likely, but probable. The rumor is is that he's going to be like a Nick Fury of the DC Universe, kind of. And he's going to be, so he'll be in The Flash. Now, this could be one of two things. It could just be that it's going to be The Flash jumping to different universes and happens Mm -hmm. to stumble across the Michael Keaton version of Batman. Or there have been some people that are like, hey, this could be the beginning of him being Batman that just kind of brings everybody together, possibly. I don't know. I So I saw the link that uh, Michael Keaton was going to be in in Ezra Miller's Flash. First of all, I, I know I just talked about how I love Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I do not enjoy Ezra Miller as Flash. No, I don't either. Um, I, I just lot, don't like Ezra Miller, period. It's not that I don't like Ezra Miller. Um, I think he's really, really good in Perks of Being a Wallflower. 
which kind of slid under the radar, I feel like, when it when it came out. That's on Netflix right um, now. But I hate the Flash costume. I hate the Flash lightning. Mm. Like, just all of the, the digital nature of that character. I think they overdid it just, like, one step below Green Lantern. Ooh. You know what Ooh, I mean? Because yeah. it's not, yeah, it's not that bad, but it's not good. Yeah. What were we even talking about? I got distracted. Right. <laughs> so so I saw the I saw the article saying Michael Keaton would be playing Batman in um, Ezra Miller's Flash movie, and my immediate thought was that he wouldn't be Bruce Wayne, he would be Thomas Wayne, it would be Flashpoint. Ooh. Okay. Now, if he's if he's confirmed to be playing Bruce Wayne, obviously that theory is out the window. Based on kind of his career trajectory right now, I have no trouble seeing him as a shoot first ask questions later thomas wayne batman yeah that'd be very interesting i would be all for that actually that because it's i mean the ezra miller flash movie is rumored to be flashpoint is it not i at this point i have no idea because it's gotten so many different directors it says it's on and then they say it's off again i don't even know tell you the truth ah good old bradgelina will they won't they Oh, gosh. <laughs> Golly. So, comic news. Superman, possibly going to be changing roles here soon in the comics. I think people have kind of... I don't, I don't know. Gosh, I don't know. what What is DC doing? Anyway, I haven't even gotten there yet. Sorry. When they figure it out, they'll let you know. Exactly. Well, they're, so what's going on is they're they're aging superman they're aging him up in the comics and so his son jonathan kent might be taking over the role as superman and so then he will no longer be superman Hmm. (laughs) he's going to be more of like a figurehead because recently in the comics superman has revealed his identity to everybody he's come out to say "I, i clark kent and i'm superman you mean they finally like they finally discovered the glasses and the little hair flip? Somebody somebody bumped into him and his glasses fell off and everybody was like <gasps> That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. <laughs> so yeah. So I don't know. I feel uh, I don't know. This hits me hard. <laughs> yeah. Because... Well, the thing the thing that I immediately thought of when you're like his son's taking over do you remember the Spider-Man plot? It was sometime vaguely after the year 2000. Peter and Mary Jane had, had settled down. They were a family, whatever. And Mary Jane ends up getting like cancer and stuff. And I was like, what's causing it? What's causing it? And it was because her and Peter had been uh, intimate. Like, <laughs> As we married are, couples we, do. It had me like, I was thinking, I was like, would that same, because I know it wouldn't be radioactive like Spider-Man. I don't know. I don't know. But... But in that same comic series, didn't doesn't his daughter end up becoming Spider-Man or Spider-Girl, woman, whatever? I have no idea. Bailey, get out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs> every every time we record, Bailey he feels just like he's got to bust in here. Just looks at you and goes, "No, I'm in here. I'm a cat. I do what I want." <laughs> That's exactly what's going through his head. Do you, can you get him? I don't know why his door doesn't latch. It does. You just have to pull it through. Oh. Okay. It sounded like it latched. <laughs> that was my wife. Of That's all, the, I should have waved then. Dang it. That's her cameo appearance. 
Well, yes. So, I don't know. You know, it hits me hard because I'm such a huge Superman fan. And so to see Clark Kent kind of stepping away from the role, I I just don't really understand why. If they want to give Jonathan Kent his own series, by all give means his, do that. Give him his own series, yeah. But, but don't make him take over the role of Superman. I don't know. Yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I wouldn't even care if they did called the series, like, Superman jr what would they what would they call it though because Superboy is a separate entity yeah well right? i mean they've it's got Connor. super sons right now with jonathan kent and uh damian wayne Ugh, <laughs> damian i know one of my all-time least favorite comic book characters well it makes me wonder it's like okay so is damian wayne gonna start being batman and bruce wayne's gonna step away from the cowl as well like how's that gonna work Come dc on. what are you doing you know, you know, Bruce is never gonna like Bruce will die before he stops being Batman. Oh, of course. Especially if they if they don't age him, but if they're aging him, then we get Terry McGinnis. Let's go. I know, right? The last bit of news that I have is Mandalorian is getting a book series due to the popularity of the show. Yay. Why? <sighs> Money. No, I mean I get that, but like it's a book series. I couldn't even tell you the last time I sat down and just, like, read a leisure book. I know that's a reflection on me as a person, and I'm, I mean, I'm comfortable throwing that out into the void of the internet, but, <laughs> like, do, do people still, like, do, does the everyday person, I'm gonna pick up a book. I wouldn't think so. Jay, you're not the everyday person. You're an <laughs> exceptional person. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, but I do read a lot. <laughs> So does my wife, and she has, like, we have friends from church who read all the time, but again, they're not the average person on the street. And honestly, for me, it just depends on who's going to write it and what it's really going to be about. If it's going to be anything, they need to just do background stuff. Tell us more about... Like, world building? Yeah, but at the same time, I would hope that they would explore that in the series. I mean, unless maybe they're not going to. I mean, maybe they're just going to kind of leave it for, leave some mystery there. I don't know. Yeah, I could see it being background on, on spinoff characters. So, like, the, the episode with, I think it was Bill Burr, with all of the, like, with the, the heist episode when they turn on him and he has to get back at him. Yeah, like yeah. Like, maybe, maybe, like, a, a background on those characters outside of dealing with him. That would be good. So, like, with no Mando, with no Cara Dune, obviously no child, because, but, like, all of the major your players like you're saying i want that to be in the show yeah because that's one thing that i feel like was terrible about rise of skywalker is that to fully understand and appreciate the movie you had to like read the the comic and you had to there was like i think there was a book that went with that that because the whole plot of the movie was not in the movie there were bits and pieces scattered throughout other media that to fully understand what was going on you had to buy all these other things don't get me wrong i respect the commercial aspect of that and i feel like you can do it very well but with a main like a main plot star wars movie not the time to do it no definitely not and uh now that you brought that up just something else that there's a somebody has a theory out there i can't even remember who it was but somebody's got a theory that disney is about to scrap the new trilogy and say that it's more of a legends trilogy like an alternate universe like this is something that could have happened i don't think that's true i wouldn't i wouldn't think that would happen there too invested i mean they built theme park attractions based off of the new trilogy they're not yeah, they gonna wouldn't. just 
they're not going to retcon those immediately. No. I saw a, a friend of mine on Facebook shared a picture, and it was a, what Star Wars movie do you want next? And it had, I think it had six people. So it had Boba, Yoda, Obi-Wan, Maul, Revan, and I think like Mace Windu or somebody. And I was like, what movie do you want most? And I was like, anyone who doesn't say Revan is lying. <laughs> yeah. Revan should absolutely be the the next big tv show movie like well, it may- i i just downloaded kotor and i'm so excited well that it just makes sense to do that because when you do that you're so far away from what we know now as star wars that you're going to be able to separate it all mm-hmm. and so it just makes sense even this new the high republic era like I, i'm excited for it and i'm ready for it to get going for them to release some 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 more stuff but at the same time They've only said that it's like a few hundred years before the original trilogy or or the prequels. And I'm thinking you should go like a thousand years or like something really far away. Because they're saying, oh yeah, we could, uh, if we did movies, we could include Yoda. No, let's not. I would be all for including him. But not necessarily featuring him. But you know that's what they'll do. Oh yeah, no, they'll, they'll overdo it for sure. Possible. That he could just like show up and then vanish. Yeah. It's a very Yoda thing to do. Yeah, just do a a strictly cameo appearance. Well, that's it for news. Yeah, I have uh, two two small bits of news. This episode for us is going to release on July 6th. Yeah. Uh, So Hamilton will have just come out on Disney Plus. That's right. Yeah. The third. I'm very excited about it because I've never seen it. And I have also. I've also never listened to it. I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to get to see it, so I'll go ahead and listen to the original cast soundtrack. I don't listen to soundtracks for musicals I haven't seen. That's not that's not me. I'm excited. They So I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda on Twitter said, the original play has three F-words, and the threshold for PG-13 is you can only have one. And I think his one, I don't, this might not be the exact quote, but it's kind of the, the language he used. He said, I literally gave two Fs so I could get this down to PG-13 so everyone could watch it. <laughs> and I, while, I, while I'm staunchly anti-censorship um, due to my journalism background, I thought that was hilarious. And then uh, my, my last bit of news right now, Ubisoft is one of the bigger game devs, and they had been surprisingly quiet about BRs. They had not made a battle royale. I've, I found out, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, that they were going to be doing a closed beta for a BR starting today. So we're recording this on Thursday the thir- or the 2nd. And the beta started today. It's called Hyperscape. Hyperscape. Hmm. You can, it, I think it's PC only right now. So you can, if you have a PC, you can get drops by watching Twitch streamers who have drops enabled. And then I think the... This might be an out. No, it's a technical test. This isn't even a beta. So it's a technical test that goes through the seventh. And then I think it will enter beta sometime after that because they'll go in and do bug fixes and mess around with some dynamics and stuff, I imagine. I watched it for like half an hour earlier and it looks very different. So, so if you, is it if, your typical you jump out of a flying thing and dive down onto an island? Yes and no. It's typical in the sense of it's an FPS br but it's atypical in the sense of the way you loot okay i think because like you can pick up abilities 
and the the guns in it actually look really interesting. It's kind of a different style too. Um, I've I've watched too much Twitch in the past like year and a half. Um, so it <laughs> it reminds me stylistically. It reminds me a little bit of a BR called I think it's Rings of Elysium. Hmm. It was a really really like under the radar one that looked really cool, but I think it never really got off the ground. It felt a little apexy, uh, yeah. just with the drop mechanics. I don't know. I I want to get the technical test code, get in there and mess around with it a little bit, but I probably won't to be honest with you. Well, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I yeah. I mean I don't care too much for the for the battle royale stuff anymore. I, I did for a little bit there, but now I'm definitely over it. I think it's one of those things that's just it was good and now it's just overdone. Very overdone. Because I mean everybody has one, so it's just a matter of which studios BR you like the best. Alright. We good? As far as I know. Uh listeners, do you have any news? Okay. Yeah. That was very interesting. Thank you yeah, for that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Do you see Swiper? The main event. Let's do this. So this week we are talking about, we are taking a step backwards into the 90s. And we are going to be exploring some of our favorite 90s cartoons. I made a list of all of my favorites. John, I'm not sure what you did. You probably didn't do as extensive as I did. I didn't. Um, and I was talking to my wife about this earlier because... In terms of, like, do you remember, so did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes. When it was airing before it was trash at the end? Oh, Do you see, remember? I liked it. Do you remember? Like, really? <laughs> I that did. Is, uh, that I is an it. unpopular opinion from what I I thought I it was good. Um, but do you remember, the, I think it was the first Robin Sparkles episode? Yeah. When she said uh, the 90s didn't get to Canada, or the 80s didn't get to Canada until, like, 1980 or 1993 or something like that? Right. So that's kind of how I was with a lot of the stereotypical 90s cartoons. Like, when I was, so I was born in 92, and I didn't really get the full 90s experience in that sense. But I watched a lot of, like, TV Land and PBS. So, like, the cartoons I watched during that era were not good. Well, I say they weren't good. I watched a lot of, like, classic Tom and Jerry and Looney Tunes, and those are classics, but they're not 90, like, they're not applicable here. Like, I have a very, very limited nostalgia base for these. It's like, I haven't been, I haven't been getting into them until recently, and even then, it's like watching a single episode of, of a bunch of different ones, and you can't get a feel for them with that. Well, the good news is, is that, kind of like what you said, a lot of these 90s cartoons, like, they came back on and, and still, like, they, they replayed them, had reruns for a while so you know up until i would say probably 2005 maybe even 2006 they would replay them if you happen to be middle school and just happen to turn on saturday morning cartoons like there was a good chance that some of these cartoons were actually on the tv that uh, to me that tells me how good they really were because they kept going even after their time uh and even today i think it's that nostalgia culture for sure yeah you know we all love it yeah, this is something you and I have talked about in the past. I think one of the ones you'll talk about, and really the only one that I will talk about in depth, is Batman the Animated Series. Oh yes, for sure. It's the only one that I have seen in depth, and I mean, I've told you before, I own all four volumes of it on DVD. I can talk about, maybe not episodes by name, but like the, the specific episodes, I'm just like, no, these were excellent. They were great. Yeah. And like 90s era Batman cartoons, you have Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, which I think that was a theater release. It was, and it actually, I, I think it earned some awards. Because, I mean, that recently hit Netflix. I'm sure there were other, like, direct-to-DVD releases in that same 
era and style. I don't, I want to get going on it, but I don't because it's the only one I have. Well, you know what? I've got a list, so I'm going to go through. And then if you remember any of these, then you can chime in. So we'll start with, uh, I'm going to work backwards from 10. Actually, you know what? I said 10. I didn't do 10. I did... Eight. I thought you were about to say, I did 15. I was just like, show off. <laughs> well, you know what? Before I even begin there, I'm, I will gonna, I am going to say, I said on the last episode that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be on my list. However, I didn't realize that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles originally came out in 1987. So technically, I would almost consider it more of a 80s crossing into the 90s. So I stuck with a true 90s release. So you deemed it ineligible? I did. That's already a bold decision right there. I know. But I I just I wanted to go ahead and give it a shout out just because it is so good. If I had included it, I would have put it at my number one because that's one of those that I went back and kept watching, watching reruns. I own some of the VHS copies, so I loved it. And then I also had all the action figures too. The action figures were awesome. Still have them at my mother's house actually in the garage. <laughs> So which, uh, I know this this is probably a more in-depth question than we want to go into right now, but which Ninja Turtle are you? Leonardo. Dang it, me too. <laughs> well, I want I want to think I'm Leonardo. I'm probably more like Donatello. I could see you being Donatello. Yeah. Yeah, I've always, I've always considered myself to be a Leonardo. Plus, I like the color blue, so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's my favorite as well. So Leonardo's my favorite, but I probably am actually more like Donatello. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is cool because it originally started out as a comic, and then uh, it was a very limited comic that was only being released in, I want to say, New Hampshire uh, at a little hotel, and then it got some serious traction and was produced by Mirage, was the comic book company. Then it got its TV debut in 1987, except they made it more friendly, much more colorful, and was really more for younger kids. It was not like the comic at all. However, then the comic also picked up some steam as well. Um, and then they had a second series, which started in 2003. Now, the 2003 series was actually more darker and edgier like the comic, and actually even the style of the turtles in that one was more like the comic pretty cool so i i remember there being ninja turtles cartoon when i was a kid it was on i think at the time it was called kids wb but i think that is going to be a later iteration than the things you're referencing it was probably the 2003 version i would think that would be that would be what i'm what i'm thinking i remember enjoying it but oh yeah i mean even the the 2000 because it went from 2003 to 2010 and I mean, it was a good series, too. It just, it was vastly different from the first series. Had a new intro and all that kind of stuff. But moving on, I had to give a special shout out to that. So starting back from number eight, (laughs) my number eight favorite... 90s cartoon is cat dog on nickelodeon so that's that's the other thing growing up i was not allowed to watch nickelodeon ah uh apparently it had parents that didn't like it especially like spongebob oh i still my roommates in college loved spongebob and they would reference it daily the the penguin from madagascar is just like smile and wave like that's that's me when my friends got to talking about spongebob i was like yeah spongebob and they're like you've never seen spongebob have you and i was like what gave it away was it the fact that like this vacant 
expression on my face and they were like the fact that you didn't laugh this is funny (laughs) and then we would like sit down and watch episodes this isn't funny i enjoy it because you enjoy it right but i don't enjoy it moving up to number seven another nickelodeon classic hey arnold i i sometimes see hey arnold on like lists of you know dark episodes of cart of children's shows that were done very well dark moments you don't remember from your childhood shows hey arnold is almost always on those lists So I haven't seen it, but I respect it. Hey Arnold was a really good show because looking back, you know, I didn't really pay attention to it at the time, but especially looking at the racial atmosphere right now, what's going on in the news and and stuff. Hey Arnold did a really good job of just showing it didn't matter what race you were, what ethnic group you were a part of, what religious group you were a part of. When you were a part of a community, you were you were neighbors. You were a neighborhood and everybody stood up for each other and backed each other up. And then even like the class bully, you find out later that he was the way he was because his parents treated him so badly. And so he would bully other people to make himself feel better. And so there even comes a point where even he becomes a good kid and is like a part of the group and everybody still really cares for him. So looking back, it's the kind of show that we really need right now. Uh, yeah, Hey Arnold is definitely a good one. You say looking at how we are right now, it's the show that we need. Give them a minute, they'll probably remake it, so... Uh. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> no, all they need to do is just uh, make it HD and re-release it. Uh, I would s- say I would say not even make it HD. Sorry to sorry to interrupt. No, but I mean we've talked about nostalgia culture before. Nostalgia culture wants it to be the way they remember it. That's true. How I said I have all the animated series on DVD. What's what's HD gonna really improve for that? Like just a little sharper? I mean I would say just release it as is. Go for it. Now coming up number six, we got Recess. ABC, Disney, great, great show. We actually have started watching that again uh, with uh, our son on Saturday mornings, and it is fantastic. Laughing at every single episode. Like, it, it's it's held up. It's still very good. That's excellent. Because, yeah. I mean, as, as you can tell from the, from the video call, I, I didn't watch Recess, so I can't say if it was good or bad. I can say if it holds up, then that's amazing. Because, believe it or not, not everything does. What's great about that show is when you watch it, it makes you wonder, especially as an adult, it makes you wonder if kids actually helped write the episodes. Exactly how the kids view things and see the world of the school, because the school is kind of its own community. It just, they do a good job of interpreting the way that kids see things. And so it just, it holds up. It's awesome. Coming up at number five, I've got Superman the Animated Series. One of my personal favorites. Loved it very much. And it was really cool, too, because there were a few episodes of that and the Batman series, uh, which I actually have at number four. They crossed over a few times, so that was fun. With Batman, though, I kind of have it at four with it. I also put Batman Beyond. I don't know if you were a huge fan of Batman Beyond, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's the Batman Beyond movie is one of the most underrated things DC put out. I agree. Uh, from from an animated movie perspective, which is more so what they're known for, in my opinion. The DC 
AU is phenomenal. And people sleep on the Batman Beyond movie. It has one of the best twists. I'll say probably any feature-length superhero movie that I can remember. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what the twist is because that obviously destroys. Um, that might be a good idea for a future episode if we can find it. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Because Batman Beyond the series used to be on Netflix, and I took it for granted, and it hasn't been on Netflix for years, and I miss it desperately. Now coming up at number three, I actually have X Men the animated series. So this is a really interesting one for me because I know what series you're talking about, but the X-Men series I remember from when I was a kid is is the later one is X-Men Evolution. Right. So obviously not the same different series but it's like overpowered my memory of the of the i mean what what would you call it's like the the traditional show (laughs) (laughs) and it's on it's on disney plus now right all of the all of this era marvel cartoons are on disney plus it is yeah and so is the next one, which is Spider-Man, the original animated series. It's on there as well. I've heard really, really good things about this Spider-Man series. It was very good. I started watching it with my son. He didn't like it nearly as much, I think because the, especially the first season, the animation is a little dated. 90s? Yeah, it's pretty dated. And yeah. then his outfits as well. Oh my gosh, they're incredible. I mean, they they can't be as bad as the cage fight from Spider-Man, the first movie. That's true. Yes. So there's there's a, there is a Spider-Man outfit that's worse. Bones, guarantee it. Yeah. Um. Now that's a series that has had a lot of influence on me. That's actually one of the first ones that I watched and got me into comic books. That's the series that I can kind of got me started down this path that I'm on of being such a nerd was the Spider-Man animated series because that's what I I really enjoyed it. Oh man, this is a comic book series too and that's what kind of got me into it. And then of course, number one, I actually put it down just because and and this is just my personal opinion, I feel like it defined our whole generation and that's Pokemon. So I have, so I agree um, that Pokemon is a great, great 90s show, but I have a, I have a question of, I know it's not animated, but I feel like it's also one of those childhood defining shows uh where would you rank power rangers uh see that's it's funny you said that because i put that down we we actually posted a question on facebook on monday uh so a week ago for those that are listening on the monday that this is released and it was what were some childhood shows that you watched that looking back is just absolute trash and so for me my first one that i put was mighty Morphin power rangers because to me oh and i watched it all the time i watched all the the seasons and then i watched the movie that came out later uh that was in theaters like I, i saw that and so all of that together but looking back at it now, it is so bad. Did the uh, did the remake movie crush your soul a little bit? Uh, you know, I have to say, I actually got excited about it and thought, okay, this could be really cool. But yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> it was definitely not cool. <laughs> yeah, you can tell from the rest of the things that I've talked about. I didn't really get into Power Rangers until it was like the fourth or fifth probably different style change. Right. So I feel like I missed the golden era of Power Rangers. I but... feel like you did. It was de- I mean it was fun. Man, it was fun. It was, it was kind never of the it was equivalent. never good. It was never good, but it was fun. Oh yeah. You know, it was kind of like I almost put I know 
Oh man, I can think of some people that are going to be really mad at me for saying this. But I can almost put Power Rangers and wrestling into the same category because they're both trying so hard to just be the coolest BA stuff ever. And they're both scripted. (laughs) And they're both scripted. And they're both terrible acting. (laughs) (laughs) That's, Uh, yeah. I feel like one show, I don't remember when it started, but hearing you talk about all these shows, um, the original run of Samurai Jack. Ooh, yes. That was a, that was on uh, Toonami, wasn't it? I don't know if it was Toonami or if it was just regular Cartoon Network. I think it I think it was probably Dude, the do you remember the Toonami ship and the yeah. little like guy in his space space suit? And I almost said space how, like, shoot. It was almost like every year it changed slightly. Was yeah. like upgraded just, a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. But enough that you'd be like, "Oh, yes, time has passed." <laughs> Yep, I do remember that. Of course, that was later. That was like what? It was like early early two thousands would be my thought. Yeah, but yeah, um, I guess another show that would be up there would probably be Transformers. Although I think it was also in the eighties to begin with. I would say originally it was eighties, and then it kind of had a lull, and then it came back with Venom. I don't know five five to seven years before the the first movie, the first Michael Bay movie. Yeah. I still have some of my uh, Transformers at my parents' house, um, and they've been trying to get me to take them, and so far I've been avoiding it, because uh, their house is bigger than mine, so they can afford to store more things. But the some I don't understand how, but the batteries in them have not died. That's and amazing. They're, they're so annoying. It's because they're real. They're real Transformers. But they're so annoying. Like, have you, have you encountered this as a parent when, like, oh, I don't know where that toy went, but in reality, you like gave it away to somebody. Yes. Okay. So I feel like that's a thing that my parents totally did to me, and I never realized it because I was a gullible child. Aren't we all? And that's, I mean, yeah. And I'm like, every time I go home and I see, I can't remember which transformer it is. I think he turns into like an ambulance or something. But it's a specific one, and he's he you hit his button, and he's like red alert, and he plays a little sound every time. And I'm just like, how did you let me keep this for so long? <laughs> this is so annoying. And it still works. Yeah. But yeah, there were some, uh, lots of shows came out in the 90s. Let's see, I've got uh, Animaniacs, The Busy World of Richard Scary, Captain Planet, Doug, Fairly Odd Parents, Magic Wait, School fa- Bus. Fairly Odd Parents came out in the 90s? That's what I found, yeah. Holy, that show's way older than I thought it was. I wonder if that's, like, it originally came out, but it didn't, like, catch on until the 2000s. Let's see. I'm actually, that, I'm looking no it up way. right now. Oh, you know what? You're right. It was 2001. I mean, I was about to feel real old. False real alarm. quick. <laughs> uh, so scratch that one. Magic School Bus. Obviously. Do you remember Reboot? That was a weird one. I tell you what, speaking of like random things remembering from childhood. So you know how in like in quarantine and everything, Zoom has taken off from like a video chat standpoint? Yeah. Did you ever watch the Zoom show on PBS from Come when we were kids? Come on in Zoom. Come on in Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like in the back of my head, every time someone's like, hey, do you want to Zoom? And I'm just like, I'm not wearing nearly enough vibrant of a color scheme for that. And I feel like every time I make that reference, because I work with mainly people who are like just a little bit older than me or just a little bit younger than me. And I'm like, do you remember this? And they're just like, 
No. That was, I was one not of... I was not watching PBS when you were seven. Like... Right. That was one of those classic PBS shows. That and Arthur. Let's see. I can probably think of another one. Between the Lions. Yep. That was another uh, one. Clifford. Clifford, the big red dog. Was that 90s? No. Okay. The The books were, I, I imagine, but the show, I think, is probably early 2000s. Yeah. Classic PBS. Zaboomafoo. That feels real 90s. Oof. Wow. That feels real 90s. I'm surprised you even remembered that name. It took me a second. I was like, wasn't there like a talking monkey? It was a lemur. Yeah, but it was weird because like sometimes it was an actual lemur and then sometimes it was the puppet. Yeah. Uh, Muppet Babies. Was that 2000s? Was that 90s? That was... I want to say... Oh, gosh. Now, the the Looney Tunes, the, the Baby Looney Tunes, whatever that was called, that was 90s. I think it was just called, I think it was just called Baby Looney Tunes. Yeah. That was a that must have been a 90s thing cuz you had Baby Looney Tunes Baby and Muppet Babies and you had like pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, I don't. Do you do you remember that? No, not at all. That's another cuz I was like I'm like obsessed. Not obsessed, but like I've watched a lot of Scooby-Doo. I remember I would love the hour-long crossover mysteries with like the Harlem Globetrotters or like Batman and Robin. <laughs> and they were some of my favorite things. I, it's a very specific memory because we didn't have cable growing up so we would be at my grandparents house because they had cable because grandparents have everything that's right and we i would sit down and i would watch because they're not new right they're old when my mom and my uncles would have been my age and i feel like my my grandparents would just sit back and watch it and they were like this kid like there's so much else and he's watching this 30 year old cartoon (laughs) <laughs> and I just couldn't get enough of it. I can still remember what channel uh, Disney Channel was. It was 26. And Nickelodeon was 27 because I had to always skip over that one because I was never allowed to watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> and I want to say Cartoon Network was like 49 or something. Yeah, and then the only other thing I remember, I don't know why, but uh, the Weather Channel was 52. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> That's... Is that the channel you would change it to when you were watching something you knew you weren't supposed to? Maybe. Like, yeah, I really wanted to know about this uh, weather. Yeah, you know, the local on the eights. That's Jay, so it's 9.32. Uh, well, you know. Yeah, I got six minutes. Like, I'm yeah, just really looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, nostalgia. Golly. It's fun. What a what a weird episode. All that cheese I... stuff and then weather on the eights. Yeah, I know. What a way to end it, right? Golly. Well, uh that's the question i'm gonna pose this week is uh what is something just completely off the wall that you remember from your childhood that you don't really know why you remember that and then if you could give context that would be great too yeah i don't want story to it i don't want just like a like a precise like a do you remember that disney channel was channel 26 but with like no context as to why you remember it that would be that would be my request i want to hear the story oh you know another one Codename Kids Next Door. Oh, I hated that show. Why? I don't it know. It was so fun. I just I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, that's that's fair. To each their own. Yeah. No. I'm. I mean, I'm glad you liked it, but that was just not something I enjoyed. <laughs> Jay's over there. I'm glad somebody liked it because it wasn't me. <laughs> well, well, uh, w- welcome. What? We're at the end. <laughs> so cheese. Uh... <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, thank you for for joining us. That was fun. 
That was fun. I liked this episode. I think we're going to try to do more of this. Uh, we're going to be starting up our second season not too long from now. Uh, we're going to have a new intro. Going to kind of revamp everything a little bit. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to, to see what comes. But uh, I really want you guys to uh, share us uh, with your friends. Share us with uh, everybody. Uh, we're safe for the whole family. So that's one thing that we're going to stick to we're very proud of here because uh well if you haven't listened to our very very first episode i whole reason i wanted to start doing this was because there wasn't really a podcast or source that talked about the nerdy material and was also family friendly we will try to remain as clean as possible as long as we shower i showered this morning actually very i did a nice little beard trim so I noticed that. Feeling, you look I'm nice. I'm feeling fresh. Yeah. I'm growing mine out a little bit. Well, I mean, it's, it's off season for you, so. That's right. I'm not having to go anywhere right now at all. Ugh. You sound thrilled. Well, John, oh, can uh, why don't you tell them how they can get in touch with us? Absolutely. We've referenced it a couple of times during the episode. Uh, we have a Facebook page. It's face, f- Facebook. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Facebook. Sean Connery is our manager. Facebook.com slash they didn't ask us. Sometimes we'll share memes. Some, well, I mean, we'll share the episodes for sure. Uh, sometimes we'll just reach out to you with questions uh, just to try to engage the community out there. So uh, we'd love to have you like and share our page with your friends. But also, I mean, interact with us. We're, we're two pretty fun guys, right? I like to think so. <laughs> yeah, we have. We might be fun guys, but we have much room for improvement. Uh, oh um, boy! Start with cheese, end with fungus. <laughs> you know we have we have an email if you would prefer to go not as not as public. Uh, it is they didn't ask us at gmail dot com. Um, in the past, we've had you know someone reach out to us. They was he shot us an email right and was like, hey, have you thought about this? He did, and he actually he shot us another email here recently. Ooh. Um, about exotic. another idea for a show, so we might have to look into that. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's encouragement enough to, to follow up with us there. And then uh, if you would like to leave us an audio message with a chance to be featured on a future episode, if that's something you would be interested in, you can reach out to us on our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash they didn't ask us. You can follow me on Instagram. The nerd is underscore in. I have still not doing very well of keeping that up to date. I need to get back on that, but I've been so busy and it's not about to change. So, but, yeah. uh, and John, I know you've got your Twitch and Twitter and I do. Um, but I will give the very, very large caveat, uh, that my Twitch is uh, decidedly not as family friendly as this podcast is. So I definitely want to warn y'all on the front end of that. Um, but my Twitch and Twitter are both uh, J-M-U-E-L-L-E-R-8332. Gotta keep the brand consistent across all the all the places there. So That's good. I hate it when... <laughs> I don't people, know. Yeah, people's handles are different, and you're like, I thought this was Jmuller8331, and it's <laughs> Jmuller8333, and it's like, I'm just gonna split the difference. 8332. There you go. Thank you again for joining us on another episode. Uh, this time... I'm sorry, but it's going to be two weeks until you get to hear us again. I know you got spoiled, got to hear us back to back, but you're going to have to wait two weeks. But hey, we'll be back. We'll have some more fun material. Until then, let us know what it is that you want to hear about. 
we have some ideas, but we're willing to hear what you got, and uh, we might explore some new territory. But uh, stay safe out there. We love you. Uh, share us with your friends. And until then, nerd out. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of They Didn't Ask Us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach out to us at theydidn'taskus at gmail.com. You can also reach us on our social media. Our newly created Facebook account, facebook.com slash theydidn'taskus. While you're there, uh, feel free to like our posts, follow our page, and share our content with your friends. We would love to have you. Check back with us in two weeks to hear more ramblings and opinions from your new favorite podcast.